2: On the battlefield, I'm a warrior ready to kill or be killed. I've defeated orcs from the north, sent Kandorian demon spawns back to the depths, and drank with Sumerian heroes. But when I get back from a hard day of disemboweling my enemies, I enjoy nothing more than to open my castle doors and find a dungeon crate as my reward for blood well spilled. (laughs) Designed for roleplayers and tabletop gamers, Dungeon Crate is a monthly subscription box service with a treasure hoard of loot you can use on or off the battlefield. Miniatures, dice, tokens, coins, maps, modules, terrain pieces, handcrafted items, RPG jewelry, and more are yours for only a few gold per month. You even get a digital crate along with a physical one as an added bonus. So what say you? Are you ready for postal glory? Oh boy. DungeonCrate.com Let the adventure begin.
0: Welcome back to Creative Play and Podcast Network. Joining me today is going to be Deborah from the Everyverse RPG Project. Deborah, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thank you, Jim. It's a pleasure to be here. A question I've gotten from a few friends that I've asked since I've shared your uh, Kickstarter is, what is the Everyverse?
3: Well, Everyverse is uh, a gaming system where you could pretty much run a campaign for Everyverse. In fact, it even includes uh, system conversion. So if you had a D&D campaign and wanted to uh, convert it over to this, there's a system conversion appendix in it, and you could do so.
0: Fantastic. And uh, the reason why I found the Everyverse is I found your campaign on Kickstarter. How's that been going for you?
3: It's been going well. Um, I did have a little trouble with the first campaign, so I shut that one down and started a second one. The second one's been up for approximately four days now, and it's 12% funded. I'm really pleased about that.
0: Yeah, it's actually doing really good. I've actually got it up on my screen right now with, with 12 backers so far, which is fantastic. And we've still got 26 days for it to go, which hopefully we can get this episode out pretty quick, and that way uh, folks can hear about you and check you out on the Kickstarter. That'd be great. So, if someone's looking for you on Kickstarter, what's the best thing that they should search for?
3: It's called Realizing a Dream Dash Everyverse RPG. Right, for the character generation, um, you uh, it's very simple. Roll four d10 and uh, uh, get a decimal. And what uh, this is built on is uh, most people know it as the bell curve or the IQ curve, our standard deviation. Which is uh, what psychologists use to measure IQ, and the uh, an average score for a character is 100, and then the standard deviations are 10 above and below, and then uh, another standard deviation beyond that, so up to 120 and down to 80. This is you go d 10, and you get a score. There are five methods of generating characters that are explained in the basic rule. You can either set the quality for a quality score character and then shift pairs of scores uh, using the character sheet. Uh, the top score on that is quality, and then the next pair is more s- specifics on that are body and mind. So say you have a quality of 120, then you can shift up to ten points between body and mind. So if you wanted to focus on mind rather than on body, you could shift up to ten points and then your mind score is 130 and your body score would be 110. And then you can get more specific from there. The uh, best place to go is to go out to my blog and have a look at the free snippet on the side for some more details.
0: Okay. Uh, where, where would be P- folks be able to find that blog?
3: The blog is rpg. Okay, and I'll
0: make sure I have a, a copy of that link into the show notes.
3: Okay, great. Yeah, Parisic isn't the most easy thing to spell. <laughs> that P Papa A Apple R Ralph I Island Z Zebra E Echo K Karen.
0: Okay, so Deborah, uh, from your opinion, what's the best thing in Eververse RPG for players? What's, what's, what's the great selling feature for them?
3: The players, I think, and so do other people, that these more realistic character scores have a more natural feel to them. You know, 100 is basically your average person, scores above that are, are above, rather than an, a more arbitrary score like you find in some of the other games.
0: All right, so it has more of an organic, natural feel to it. Yes. Okay, so on the flip side of that, uh, what's the best thing in Eververse RPG for the Game Masters or the storytellers out there?
3: I think the, the uh, best thing is that you could build anything that you can imagine. We've built uh, uh, scenarios over the years that uh, were Star Wars, that were um, like Doom of Terra, and... Um, Highlander, We've thought, some of us have probably all seen that movie Highlander with the whole immortal cut off the head thing. Yep. And uh, then our gaming group even became, uh, uh, we had a scenario that was like peeling an onion. The more uh, in-depth we got, the the more we found out about who was running things in the galaxy and so on and so forth. And we all of us eventually became... Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, though not like the movie that's out recently with, uh, with Chris Pratt or somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, so now uh, um, we play scenarios where we uh, are you know, trying to maintain the balance between good and evil.
0: Or some folks... And who... also...
3: Um, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I was just going to say the second thing is the attempt that we use to resolve all outcomes. Uh, you know there are no special rules based on you know whether your character is a uh, uh of a certain character class or something like that you have your skills or you have your character attribute scores then the uh, game master says okay you want to attempt to do something like disarm a bomb well do you have any appropriate skills yes well then you use your your uh, uh scores for that appropriate skills at whatever level applies, or you use maybe a body score to see if you have the coordination to do that. And uh, the game master might add a difficulty modifier or an unskilled modifier on top of that to reduce your chances. But that's basically it. Then you roll uh, your 4D10s, you get your number, you look at your SD or your standard deviation chart, say my number is 100, did you beat your score or not? If you did, you're successful. If you didn't, you failed. So that's it.
0: So, uh, Deborah, personally speaking, in your in playing uh, Eververse RPG, what's your personal favorite gaming moment that that has happened?
3: Oh, uh, uh, probably uh, probably back when I my late husband and I did I guess more or less a solo campaign where I was uh, in the Star Wars universe. I uh, (laughs) we kind of took it after the 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 end of the uh, Return of the Jedi, where I ended up fighting the last Sith Lord and helping the uh, Rebellion win the final battle once they got back to Coruscant.
0: See, see that's the beauty shown, the fluidity of the system, that you can pretty much drop whatever the group wants to play, boom, you're there in that universe right then and there. Pretty much, yes.
3: Whatever you imagine that universe to be. You can do high-tech scenarios, low-tech scenarios. We include... Um, some high tech and low tech professions in the basic gaming rules. We also include some uh, um, high tech, low tech, and contemporary equipment. So of course, neither of those types of things are exhaustive because you can come up with whatever you might want and put in there as
0: well. So uh, with with that previous answer, I think I might have a hint. But for the different supplements that you you've got already for for every, every verse, which one is your personal favorite?
3: I'm, I'm uh, partial to the Paranormality one I always like to pay, Play a character That has some kind Of paranormal gifts And so my current Favorite character Is an aorist Who can read aorist
0: That's cool Because hey the, the, No secrets are hidden From your aura that's true. That's
3: so true. I've even had my own aura photographed and it was showing that I was about to be going through a bunch of changes and boy, was it right.
0: <laughs> oh, Carillion Photography? Yes. That, that, that's always a cool I, thing to do at least once.
3: Yeah, I would really like to have it done again to compare and contrast, you know?
0: See how changes have happened?
3: Mm-hmm, yeah, because the uh, last one I had was uh, done probably um, at least three, three and a half years ago. And I've gone through a lot of changes, especially since uh, in the last year since I got laid off from of my corporate job.
0: Yeah, because basically they're all tests to make us stronger at the end.
3: Indeed. And it's been quite a year. And it's, it's been really exciting. That's good. Getting this out the door and so on.
0: It's an incredibly exciting project. So for folks at home that are listening, how can they help the Everyverse RPG project? Is there anything that they can do to help you along?
3: Well, I would love it if folks would share whatever information they have of it, share uh, um, blog posts, share uh, you know Kickstarter, share uh, my Facebook page, which is Everyverse RPG. Just Spreading the word, word would be wonderful, absolutely wonderful. And then, of course, you know, if they, if they are inclined to uh, purchase the system outright or be part of the Kickstarter campaign, that would be exceptionally wonderful as well.
0: Yeah, we're definitely going to be supporting the Kickstarter, and uh, after the Kickstarter comes out, we're going to do at least a good demo game so that way we can show folks how well the system works. So, Oh, wonderful. Uh, I do notice on the uh, Kickstarter it only has ebook versions. Are, are, are you having any plans to get printed copies of the game?
3: At this point, um, right now, since I'm a one person operations, I'm having trouble covering everything, but I'm hoping to have the first printing materials out. I would really love to take this to uh, the Space City Comic Con, which is here in Houston. I believe it's the weekend of May 26th. So I'd like to have, uh, uh, I'd like to run a game there and uh, uh, maybe a booth, but uh, right now the plans are still a little hazy on that. And I, I would like to have uh, printed materials at that point as well.
0: Awesome. Are there any other conventions that you're going to be hitting uh, this year or uh, in 2017?
3: Oh, I would love to do uh, you know Comic Con out in, in San Diego and and Dragon Con in uh, um, Atlanta, isn't it?
0: Oh yeah, and and then, that would be uh, awesome. Uh,
3: uh, what what's the big one up I uh, isn't anything this kind Gen con uh, Gen is that Con, it?
0: Yeah Gen Con's one of the big gaming ones.
3: It's been a while since i've I've uh, heard much about Gen Con but I believe that I did see some posts on on Facebook of, of the massive numbers of people that were just waiting to get into those doors. So that would be fabulous. That'd be awesome to be able to do any one of those and and I would like to. That's
0: awesome. Heck, uh, you might want to think about doing uh, maybe a GoFundMe or a Kickstarter for getting uh, the, the group out there, maybe. That's, that's, it, Thank you. But... Dragon Con and Gen Con are kind of like the mecca for our gaming group that, you know, one of these days we want to get there and game there. But uh, it just hasn't happened yet. <laughs>
3: where I take my uh, my little uh, dog to get groomed. Uh, three different people left their dog there to board because they all went to Dragon Con. I said, why didn't they tell me?
0: <laughs>
3: I would love to have gone.
0: <laughs> and, and hey, if you're going to Dragon Con or Gen Con, group up with friends. It makes things so much easier. You know, That way you've got a support group with you when you're going, and you know, hey, you can cut down on expenses by grouping up. For sure. So besides the, the blog and the Facebook page, is there any other place folks can that are interested in Eververse jump on to uh, get more information or play along in any games that are going on on the Internet?
3: Uh, right now, sadly, no. I will try to get uh, any events that we're going to do out on the uh, blog, but uh, we don't have any other online things yet. Again, being a one-person operation, I have, I'm having trouble covering everything. But I would love to do some of these, like uh, online adventures or something like that. Definitely.
0: I mean, I I know quite a few people that uh, once we've got our playtest in on Eververse, that probably will want to do like a Google Plus thing or an online Roll20 game. So if we get anything going like that, we'll definitely let you know.
3: Oh, wonderful. Thank you.
0: I know the supplements and stuff that we have on the Kickstarter, are there other future books that you have in the works right now that are in in pre-development or post-development?
3: Right now, um, everything is uh, written. It's already uh, to be put into word processing and combined with artwork. I'm hoping that uh, after I get the future history module done, I can take some of the adventures that are in the future history module and expand them into adventure modules that we can, we can also
0: distribute. That's good, because that's always the good one to help. Uh, hey, here's a, a module on this or a module on that, You because know, that way it keeps it keeps the, the energy flowing with the project.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I definitely want to do that, keep the energy flowing. And hey,
0: like you've covered with every verse, it literally can. You can drop any story in this RPG.
3: Pretty much, yeah. Great that you have different groups that you can play with as well. So whatever... Ever you guys are are up for on the day that that's cool.
0: Yeah, we always joke that uh, if the podcast really becomes a huge monumental thing, that would be the lifestyle that we would pick. Is just okay. What game are we doing today?
3: <laughs> nice, that's great. I would love uh, to do like I'm doing more of this, and it's it's much more satisfying than what I had been doing before in IT. You know, yeah, it was great to solve a problem and. Uh, uh, you know, help the customer out and so on and so forth. But, you know, this is just so much more suited to my personality. And I, I really think that uh, I, I wasn't temperamentally suited for IT, though I did spend way too much time there because of, you know, various things. But uh, um, this is this just feels so much better. And uh, the energy is, is so much better for me and my energy is much better.
0: So that's awesome. Cause- much it's when the work doesn't feel like a work, which is great. You know, cause after all, that's that's, that's mm-hmm. the whole point. I mean, so many people get caught up on the nine-to-five job, you know, of you have to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. But you you got to feed yeah. the soul, too.
3: Yeah, I'm finding more and more of that go on to something that is much more, you know, much better for you. Whatever reason, or however. Yeah. But it's
0: definitely much better for you. It's one
1: of those... I'm, I'm definitely...
0: You know, it's a scary moment when it happens, but as long as you can weather the storm and be strong, you, you come out to a better place. Yes, indeed. For the game system for Eververse RPG, what is the actual game mechanic that the game's based around? I think that
3: the uh, best way to answer that, Jim, is to uh, point uh, the listeners to the free snippet of the basic game rules on my blog. And part two is uh, about character generation. And uh, the character generation uses the standard distribution and uh, uh, bell curve that uh, we've all heard about uh, with measuring IQ. And it, this uh, snippet goes into a uh, bit of explanation about how to set up your characters. And uh, uh, and also, uh, there is a rest to Appendix B where I uh, go into, or the rules go into every verse provides five different methods of character generation. The snippet goes into one method and then Appendix C, which I don't believe is included in this snippet,
0: talks about four others. Yeah, I think it just went with the first example in the uh, PDF for standard generation, but it's, it's going to be awesome that there's completely different angles so that way the GM and the players can figure, okay, it, which version of the basically the game do you want to have your characters play for character generation?
3: And do you want to go quickly, you know, just set one score and then uh, you know fill it backwards and forwards from there because you need a, a a body score, or do you want to start from the very beginning and get a quality score and fill out your attribute scores from there, plus fill in all of your skills cascade based on your professions? You can pretty much. Do it whatever way you want to, and and, uh, there is a little bit more information on uh, the blog post. There's a a, uh, blog post out there about using the standard distribution and about the five different ways uh, you can generate a character.
0: Definitely, yeah. I do like uh, on the blog you've got lots and lots of examples of, hey, here's how you can check it out and see what you can do with your skills, you know. Or System Conversion? Yes, the
3: yes, the, uh, the Attempt and uh, the System Conversion blog post. And there are some testimonials out there from our, our longtime players, myself included.
0: See, that's awesome. And, of course, the cover art looks really good. Uh, did you want to send a shout-out to your artist for the book?
3: Oh, I, I would if I could really pronounce her name, but I, uh, I believe it's Rizki Nugraha. Sorry if I butchered that, Ritsky. I, I listed her services through uh, 99designs.com.
0: Oh, nice.
3: Yeah, I held a contest there, and uh, the uh, cover art there—it just uh, uh, grabbed
0: me. Yeah, it's 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 a gorgeous cover spot. I mean, it. Thank it you. Looks um, like you know they put a lot of work into it.
3: I was very pleased, and uh, you know, just so everybody knows, we're going to do a little bit of uh, kind of a Where's Waldo? Um, actually, one of the males on the cover is a depiction of, of my late husband, Dennis. Pardon me. Yeah.
0: Okay. I definitely understand.
3: Um. He is the, the guy in the green with the glasses.
0: Oh, okay. With the uh, shoulder armor. Yes. Mm-hmm. So does that mean that there's uh, other members of your gaming group hidden in the artwork? Oh,
3: I, I guess that uh, my character of Sihaya uh, is the red-haired gal in the blue in the middle. And our uh, longtime gaming friend, uh, Jim, has a character named Brighton. And Brighton is the other male on the cover.
0: Okay, so yeah, you you folks at home, I would definitely say check out the PDF and click the link because uh, the artwork is pretty nice, and I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing some of the more artwork you got for the supplements.
3: Oh yeah, I'm working on that right now uh, for the paranormality one, and uh, uh, Ritsky will be uh, if if of course she's available, uh, doing the artwork for that as well. Oh
0: that's great.
3: I'm hoping to have her do the artwork for all the supplements.
0: See that's good so that we can have collaboration between you guys.
3: Yes. I'm looking for, you know, the the similar look and feel.
0: That's good. Great. But yeah, thank you very much. Oh, thank you. This is amazing. I, I have
3: to admit, I I didn't really realize that there were podcasts. Uh again, I'm still getting back into uh doing anything with role playing gaming. Uh-huh. Um so when you said, I gotta have you on the podcast I said, <laughs> Oh my god, this is fabulous <laughs> And And I've been telling people that's what I'm doing today <laughs> So uh, um great. Yes, um I'm I'm interested in doing that. Um it seems like there's so much to do. <laughs> <laughs> the list is well, huge. Before I, got, I was just gonna say I'm I'm really glad that I uh I this year has not made me
0: out to be a liar because, boy I sure have not been bored. <laughs> yeah, I mean definitely that's that's the one thing is is time is the hardest thing to get. I mean everything else usually works itself out eventually, but time is always the hardest one. Mhm. Yeah, I had uh, somebody offer me a job at, uh, uh, it was at the place where I go to get my massages, actually,
3: as a store manager, and uh, um, it was too much work for too little pay, and, and I thought, well, you know, it'd be okay be a secure job or something like that, but I thought, you know, I've got a nice nest egg built up, for which I'm very grateful, and uh, um, that's what's seeing me through here, and, and uh, I... Uh, um, I just said, no, I just I I think that I would be miserable if I took this job where I could end up working from 8 in the morning until 10 at night because of scheduling and people not coming in for their shifts and so on. Um, I said, no, I I wouldn't have time to actually work on what I really want to work on, which is to get this every verse out the door. So I said, no. And I thought, if you'd have told me nine months ago that I was going to turn down a job, I would have said you were probably crazy, <laughs> very
0: much so. But then all of a sudden priorities change. Oh, wonderful!
3: I appreciate this so much.
0: All right, you're very welcome. Well, if I can ever do something,
3: if I can do something to help you guys, please let me know. And uh, yeah, I'd like to stay in touch and hear, uh, hear what you guys do with the game and and. Uh, When you get a gaming group together, or I'd like to be maybe a part of it. uh, If we're going to do something online, that'd be cool. Oh, heck yeah.
0: And if you're you're ever in uh, Tucson or Phoenix area, definitely let us know, because we hit uh, both conventions, both here in Tucson at the RingCon and up in Phoenix at the Phoenix Comic Con and Tucson Comic Cons. We usually hit the gaming circuits there. Okay, excellent.
3: Uh, I really haven't done the gaming circuit parts of these things before, so that'll be a very new experience for me. I... I, uh... I've gone to some cons and, you know, done the the, uh, uh, dealer's room, of course, and uh, and some of the panels. But uh, I've not really gone up and experienced the pickup games and so on. So uh, that'll be a new experience for me.
0: Hey, that'll be fun. And then the biggest thing that I always know with the gaming circuits is making sure to get the word out ahead of time. So that way, you know, folks know your game's happening. So that way they can be ready for it ahead of time. Because okay. it's no fun trying to pimp for uh, players when you're when you're out there saying uh, we got three chairs free we need three more people at least
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think uh, I uh, may see if I can get a, a couple of other folks that I I know to come in and uh, um, yeah they don't know yet <laughs> but uh, uh, it'll be it would be good if I could get some of those nine guys to come in and, and help me out with this. Uh, especially the evil game master <laughs>
0: <laughs> because everyone knows an evil game master
3: is <laughs> <It's> the best <laughs> well excellent it's been great talking to you Jim. Yeah, it's definitely been great i appreciate i appreciate you guys getting the word out and helping you're me out you're very welcome and by all means hit me up anytime wonderful thank you so all much right,
0: you're welcome have a good afternoon you guys
3: you too take all
0: care too. bye bye all right guys And that's a great place to wrap it up there.
1: Hello, my name is Deborah Honig Parizek. Thank you for taking a look at my Kickstarter campaign. I am seeking funding for realizing the dream that my late husband and I shared of publishing his role-playing gaming system, entitled Everyverse RPG. Here is our story. I met Dennis in college. By that time, he was already passionate about role-playing games, and had been hooked on Dungeons & Dragons, branched into Traveler, and played most everything else on the market. He taught his younger brother to play, formed gaming groups, and then got me hooked as well. Our gaming group played most of the other games on the market, but they didn't quite fit our needs. This situation prompted Dennis to design and develop a role-playing gaming system that offered ease of play so no one's nose need be stuck in a rule book, flexibility in scenario generation, and more realistic character statistics, plus one action, the attempt to resolve all outcomes. Our group loved the system. To this day... for many, it's the only one that they will play. Then tragedy struck during playtesting. Dennis contracted cancer. He fought through the first round of chemo and surgery. During his recovery, he gained mastered playtesting, all the while hoping for publication. For nine months after surgery, Dennis appeared to be fine, cancer-free, until follow-up blood tests indicated possible recurrence. Later, tests revealed metastasis. The cancer had spread to his spine and The last time we met with our gaming group, Dennis, the game master with big ideas, had none. I knew then that it was serious, that it was likely Dennis would not be meeting with them to game again. Before the final rounds of chemo took its toll on his immune system, Dennis was able to complete work on every verse RPG. During treatment in the hospital, he caught a virus and went into the coma. I remember sitting with him and holding his hand, telling him to go on to the next life if he needed to because this life had become too painful. Finally the fateful day arrived. The doctor told me, his younger brother, and the brother's wife, that there was no spark registering on the EEG. Dennis had passed to the next life, and it was time to let him go. I will never forget saying yes when the doctor asked to remove him from life support. It was the most difficult day of my life. Dennis died one year to the day after his initial surgery dream of publishing his role-playing gaming system, Unrealized. As a surviving spouse, I inherited Dennis's work, a manual of the basic game rules, plus supplements on paranormality, high-tech equipment, and future history, expansion, and colonization. At the time, I needed to find my way as a widow and had to hold down my corporate job. There were days when the only thing that kept me going was reporting to work. Still, I held the dream out of love for my late husband. It has taken me several years to come to a place of deeper peace after his loss. I loved him dearly and have grieved deeply. As the grief has cleared, I've been feeling a strong intuitive push to honor my husband's work by publishing it posthumously. The timing couldn't be more perfect. I have had the opportunity to learn more about online marketing in the past couple of years and I was laid off from my corporate job, which has afforded me the time to focus on producing Everyverse RPG Basic Rules as an e-book feeling a mix of emotions as I work on this project. I'm happy to be realizing the dream that we shared, excited that I'm finally able to keep my unspoken promise to Dennis, and honored to bring his hard work for sale to the public. I feel a release of sadness that I didn't know I still carried. obviously crying as I spoke and wrote of his last days and his last meetings with our group. Excuse me. I feel closer to him because... It feels like we're working on this project together. I've been able to relive fond memories of our group's fun and adventures. I'm sensing publishing his work will be a release for Dennis as well. Will you help you realize this dream? Backers will receive the Basic Rules Manual and Supplements as they are ready, and their name in supplements as backers, depending on backing amount. The highest backing level will also receive an Everyverse RPG t-shirt. Please note that while all the material has been written, only the basic rules manual is ready at this time. Backers will receive supplements as they are available. The money will be used to hire some help in prepping the material for distribution, including artwork, expanding the adventures that are written, printing, promotion, and travel. I want to take this gaming system to science fiction conventions around the country. Thank you very much for your consideration.